Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Weekend Teacher Podcast. This is the second episode dedicated to sharing creative teaching methods. In the last episode, we talked about assigning homework, using post-it notes, using images that support your teaching, handing out paper for note-taking, and learning from the best practices of other teachers. You can learn more about these ideas by listening to episode 17. But today, I want to share five more ideas that you can implement immediately in your classes and small groups to help you have more attentive students and more engaging lessons. First, use art that students produce to support their learning. Where does art appear in your teaching? Why not bring colors or paints to class and invite your group to create an image that represents a concept being presented? Now, before you adult teachers out there start tuning out because you think art is only for children's teachers, I want to challenge you to reconsider your assumptions. Having adults diagram a biblical scene can really help with comprehension. Coloring images with the same detail as the biblical authors can drive home a point. The authors of the Bible emphasize the green pastures of Psalm 23, the scarlet sins of Israel washed white as snow in Isaiah, and the purple cloth that Lydia sold in Acts. These colors and our mind's images of their stories are worth recreating on paper. One of the ways I've enjoyed challenging adult classes with art is by using Plato as a tool of interpretation and expression. After reading Proverbs 8, for example, and the description there of wisdom, I invite students to create an image of wisdom. Some of their sculptures are fascinating. The same assignment could be done with any number of scriptures, like reading Colossians 1, 15-20, and then challenging your class to create an image reflecting the power of God in these verses. The next idea I want to share is called jigsaw groups, and this is simply a way of connecting students with content. Let's imagine that you divide your class into four different groups, and you have content that you want each group to learn and master. So imagine your class is studying the book of Jonah. You could give each of your four groups one chapter from Jonah to read. Because each group has a chance to read material and discuss it among themselves, they have an opportunity to learn that chapter really well. And after the four groups have had a chance to learn their chapter, invite the people in each of the four groups to number off. Let's say there are six people in each group. After they number off, you can create six groups of four people, one person coming from each of the original groups. You now have a representative from each of the first four groups gathered in six new groups. And each of the four people in this new group takes a turn teaching their chapter to everyone else. One simple variation to this idea is to divide your class in half and invite the groups to read different but related material. Coming back together, each group could teach the other half of the class and then have a conversation about how the two presentations are related. The next idea I want to share is called role assumption. You can invite individuals or sections of your class to assume the perspective of a character in a story. They should speak from that perspective during the exercise. So let's say you're studying Luke 15 and the story of the prodigal son. You could divide your class in half with each side taking on the character of either the older son or the younger son. And then you ask this question, should there be a party for the younger son? And then you could have a debate about that issue. You might be studying the story of Mary and Martha and the arguments that uh, arose from using your time to listen to Jesus or using your time to prepare in hospitality. Shouldn't we offer Jesus our best hospitality? And each side could take a position. Or you might talk about Peter and Andrew uh, during the story of Peter walking on the water towards Jesus. What were you thinking when you did what you did? And each side could provide an explanation. 
The fourth idea I want to share is called a reaction panel. In a class of about 40 students, I once introduced a topic from current events that related to a biblical principle, and I asked if any students felt like they had an opinion on what had just happened in the news. Well, when I saw several hands go up, I I invited five of those students to the front of the class where they sat in chairs as a panel of experts that I interviewed. I had prepared five to seven questions that I asked the panel and let them function much like a daily talk show would for the rest of the class to observe. You can flip this idea around by designating some people at the beginning of class to sit in the back and observe through the majority of the class without commenting in any way. Towards the end of the class, you can invite this group to the front to share their observations on the conversation. Some people call this a listening group. They're given permission at the beginning to observe first and make the final contributions to the class based on their observations. The final idea I want to share today is called selecting a song, and it's that simple. This creative teaching strategy gives a class the opportunity to select a song that captures the emotion and message of a lesson or story. For example, let's say you're studying Acts and come to chapter 12 and the story of Peter's miraculous escape from prison when he returns to Mary's house with the worshipers gathered inside. The possibility of Peter's escape was so beyond their imagination that when he knocked on the door, they didn't believe it. Which of our worship songs would have been good to sing when Peter came inside and joined the group? What songs help us communicate to an all-powerful God who does things like help prisoners escape? Or in Acts 16, when Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God at midnight, which of our songs might they have sung? To answer this question, students have to consider the context, getting inside the minds and hearts of the characters. It's an interesting exercise that can help bridge the distance between biblical stories and our experiences today. So to review what we've talked about, you can use art that students produce to support their learning. You can use jigsaw groups in a class to help students learn significant amounts of content in a short amount of time. You can use role assumption to get inside the heart and mind of biblical characters. You can create a reaction panel to help students express their ideas. Or you can have students select a song to bridge biblical stories with our faith today. I'm Dr. Houston Heflin. Until next time, remember, our use of creative teaching methods impacts what they learn. Remember that you can find us on Facebook, and you can also reach us at theweekendteacher.com. And finally, you can email me uh, suggestions for future episodes or ideas or questions that you may have at theweekendteacher at gmail.com.